0: Hey, Tim, it's Jeff. I'm really interested in your thoughts on salt marsh and what uh, what they've done with that. I haven't been paying much attention. I just heard that that was coming out. And I'm super excited because back in the day, that was some of my favorite, uh, favorite old-school modules.
1: Hey, guys. Tim Shorts of Gothridge Manor, and that was Jeff from Tome of All Dooms. Wondering what the... Uh... New salt marsh adventure that Wizards of the Coast released recently. My initial impressions are I like it. Ah, the artwork and everything in looks pretty good. I love the front picture where there's like this, I don't know, Sigmund, C, Sigmund the sea monster creature. Kind of has this pet seal. It kind of looks like a dog. It's, it's just kind of a cool, nice little picture. I haven't got to read it too much yet. I'm just starting, just started reading it today. And, uh, what it looks like, guys, it looks like it's a nine different adventure. It's nine, nine different adventures in that book. Think of it kind of like the, a version of, um, what was it, the, the, the Yawning Portal. One where it had all those series adventures and they kind of somewhat link them together, and that's what they, they do in this one too. I don't have it in front of me, but uh starts off with the secret sinister secrets of salt marsh. And uh I mean from what I've read so far, it looks interesting. Like I said, it, it has me interested in uh, trying giving uh, 5e basic a shot.
0: Alright Tim, Spike Pit Man I'd be uh, super interested to hear if you try out that 5e basic I think it could do you a favour with your um, your manners and your, your Patreon Because you know, commercial forces All the cool kids want to be getting some of that 5e action I mean I'm in two games now My youngest son, that's all he wants to play My friend, that's what he wants to play in my next run as dm when i finish the one i'm on i was talking about playing 5e but i might pick up uh, i might do another rules light system maybe do something uh naive or some Bel- ben milton stuff but uh yeah I- i've got my book coming for Ghost of salt marsh as well that'll be cool and anyway listen man have a great staycation i know you and ivy are uh, looking forward to it so, so yeah take
1: Thanks, Colin. I just gave you a a four or five minute reply, and of course the Anchor app didn't work. It's been really wonky. Anyways, I'm no stranger to 5e. I was there with the playtest, and I did Mines of of Fandelver and then Adventures of Middle-Earth, which is a variant of 5e, but it's pretty much built on 5e. And I plan on giving it another go, just but using the basic stuff, not the, all the feats and other doodads that are on it. Uh, they, uh, I know I can get the basic rules, so I'm, I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with that. And yeah, if I would do my manners and my Patreon and 5 i I'm sure I would attract a lot more people, but I gotta go with what I like the best, and that's all the retro clones and. Plus, trying to fit 5e stats in a micro-adventure would be very difficult figuring that out. But who knows? I never cross anything out because there's always that option that I might come back to it or just kind of do an adventure in that vein. So thanks for calling in, Colin. And by the way, vacation is going great. Today's my first full day. Last night we went to Barnes & Noble's, closed down... I was up till like 2.30, got up at 6.30, started writing, got some writing done, turned it into Steve C. Dice Roll Magazine and Podcast, who's going to help polish my turd and make it nice and make sure there's little to no typos, because I know Steve's very anal with that stuff, and that's exactly exactly the kind of editor I need. And uh, then I... Uh, went outside and I, I, I had all these uh, this wood, pallet wood, and different things. So I made ivy a bunch of planners to maybe do some planning later. And it was just a, one of those deals where I had what I had, and I wasn't going to buy anything new. I'm just going to make with make these things and create whatever I can out of the wood and the the screws and the tools that I had. It was a lot of fun. Now I'm. We ate dinner together, and now I'm sitting in an ice cream parlor—not, well, I'm sitting in my car, one of the ice cream stands, eating some ice cream, cookie dough, flurry, listening to podcasts, doing a podcast, and I'd still be at work. So, the vacation is definitely starting off fantastic. So, thank you for asking, Colin, and uh, thanks for calling in.
2: Hey, Tim. Uh, Jim here from the library. Uh, I just listened to your last two episodes, the one with the rock grubs and the round table and the one about the unboxing. Um, I would love to listen to the round table uh, podcast. And if you'd like, I could, um, you know, I wouldn't mind being on there. Um, I've got some adventure writing ideas like how i do things um so if you wanted to i'd be up for that uh also uh how you pronounced abyss Abyss, as abyss uh bruce dickinson uh pronounces it that way in the song power slave by iron maiden so uh rock on take care bye
1: thanks for calling in Jim well I guess if Bruce Dickinson pronounces it that way I'm in good company and I'm okay with that then <laughs> I didn't realize that so i have to go back and listen to that song or whatever that'll be that'll be fun to do I've been going through my Amazon Prime I have an, an unlimited music subscription so I can, can kind of listen to everything that's on Amazon so I'll have to go listen to some Iron Maiden in a little bit but, yeah, I have to organize. I have to get with Frank T and see what we're going to do with that round table. because uh, I do want to get that going here pretty soon because I know it's one of those ideas, if I sit on too long, I'm going to lose interest. And, uh, Jim, thanks for calling in, man. Okay, count me in for the adventure writing round table, please. So I was thinking about the adventure writing
2: table thing, and one of the topics I think would be good is to – Uh, how
1: to decide what level and the amount of players an adventure is written for. Now, obviously, we can throw out the whole, uh, you know, old school guys don't really worry about challenge ratings or or anything like that. And obviously, stuff needs to be play tested. But uh, I'd be curious to know how people kind of come to that conclusion. Uh, So, yeah, that's my thought on that. That was a double shot of Shane Ward, the proprietor of Gilligan's Isle of ADD podcast and Three Toads, Toadstools Publishing. And yeah, Shane, definitely you're in, bud. Like I said uh, before, I just need to talk to Frank. We have to hammer down some details. And actually, you know, the scheduling is always the uh, fun part. So, uh, but I'll, I'll try to see what's going on and try to coordinate that. And, uh, yeah, we'll get some topics going. I mean, keep thinking of different topics because if we can get this thing rolling, it can kind of be a somewhat regular thing and, uh, should be, I hope, you know, should be fun. I don't see any reason why not. And, uh, thanks for calling in Shane. Appreciate it, man. And, uh, oh yeah. Shane is now joining in my Monday night group. He is going to be the newest one. I kind of lost a few, couple players due to life for different different reasons. So Shane is uh, rolled up an elf uh, and uh, he'll be joining the crew. And uh, not this Monday, taking off this Monday for the holiday and vacation. But uh, June 3rd, Shane will get his first taste of the Comor Forest. I'm looking forward to it, Shane.
2: I'm not my pug, but if you tease Joe with a treat, they just might sound the same. Hmm, that one will remain a mystery. Unfortunately, I don't feel like you got the full effect of Pug Snuffles in that message. So my new mission is to fully capture Pug Snuffles along with a couple of barks for you.
1: Wish me luck. Somehow I don't think that's the... First time Joe the Lawyer and Pug Snuffles have been used in the same sentence. <laughs> I look forward to the Pug Snuffles and Barks. It was a little funny there. And uh, uh, yeah, Joe's a good sport about it and enjoying his vacation also. So, uh, Lyron, thanks for calling in and uh, get, that pug, uh, get that pug working. You should get him on uh, your podcast too. want well, to thank everybody again for calling in. I got quite a, quite a batch of call-ins, and uh, it's always great getting those. It's always fun to do when you're doing a podcast, and someone takes the time out of their day just to, you know, do that uh, comment or, or uh, um, thank you for doing your podcast. So thank everybody for that, too. On to the main topic today, I'm, I'm basically going to talk about my Patreon. Uh, it's been doing it's been doing good, actually, guys. I mean, growth has been slow but steady. So I got no complaints there. I got a new guy last night, which I was really happy about. So I think I'm up to ninety-four people. So I'm trying to hit that one hundred. And it's, <laughs> I mean, nothing's going to change, and it's not like uh, it's just a number I want to hit. You know, I don't know why. Just, I just do. I mean, I've been doing it for quite a. You know, I'm thinking next month it'll be five, five years. I think, and then I don't know. Just like to hit that hit that hundred mark it would be kind of nice. Uh, but so far this month, what I've done is uh, I completed the one NPC card for the devil. And uh, I'm going to be working on something that uh, kind of inspired the whole micro-adventures thing to begin with. Is years ago I did this uh, adventure called Where Is Where Is Margesh Blackbutt. Love that name by the way. Still love it. But the way I did it, it was for a it was for a one one page dungeon contest. But then I just made like a mini zine for it, like a real small zine, like a quarter zine. Um, and, uh, the way I laid it out was the map was on one side and then the description of everything was on the other side and it was just like a real nice setup and I, you know, you've got everything you need just right there and, uh, I'm gonna, I'm thinking about doing that. I'm going to draw like three, three maps. And usually these maps will have, well, anywhere from two, through, two to four encounters written up. Now encounter, or I shouldn't say encounters, but descriptions, because not all of them are going to be, you know, have some sort of, uh, you know, combat, you know, every encounter. But, but uh, that way. When you're looking at it, you can, you know, you're looking at the map, and you don't have to flip through pages, and it's kind of nice. And that's years ago. That's what kind of inspired me about micro adventures. I really liked that. And we're talking probably eight, nine years ago when I first did that. And I'm sure there's there's been instances of that before, uh, and that. But I I hadn't seen them, Um, not with the accompaniment of a map with that too, you know. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna work on something along those lines. I got some. Gonna go outside and kind of camp out and and the, the on the back deck. Takes just kind of chill out and draw some maps and uh, make some small maps and kind of do that. I I think I'm actually I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna try to make it so that there's like there'll be like one dungeon kind of your one typical dungeon kind of thing. One's gonna be in the forest and then I'm gonna have one that's like urban and uh it'll be a house or like three houses or a situation in there and i think that'll add fun to it because i don't think there's a lot of urban play when people write adventures and i kind of want to get more into that because i tell you the truth that's where a majority of like a content where i used to play at was in the city or in the villages or you know just just in civilized area it wasn't always in a sewer it wasn't always in a Cave, and it was not, it wasn't always in a dungeon. There's, there's a lot of good stuff going topside that you don't you know don't have to get dirty to, or you don't need to get dirty or get a torch to be able to do. So that's my plan. I kind of wanted to talk about that just a little bit, but they the, and this is something on our you know adventure writing t- roundtable that will a topic one of these days is just trying to find that level of detail that is just right and you're never going to please any everyone it's just not going to happen because there's so many different opinions and so many different ways of style of play that people want content and i always say just default to what you're most comfortable with default to what you want to see Um, you really can't worry if joe blow down the road doesn't like it Unless you get like a whole bunch of people are kind of saying the same thing, then you better listen to them. Then you might want to take a little bit harder look into to what you're doing and um, maybe consider changing it up a little bit. Which is not a bad thing. Trying new things, changing it up is what it's all about. When you're in a creative process, you can't be afraid of change. and You can't be afraid of criticism or, and you can't be afraid of uh, just doing the work even when you think you're done because that happens a lot and sometimes I'm guilty of that too I was talking to Steve C who's doing the editing and everything and one of my things is I'm really bad at editing my stuff I mean mo- most people are most people are horrible at uh editing their own things and some people put them away for a few months and, and then edit them. and I could do that, but even then, I'd still do a half-assed job of editing it. Editing it—I can't even say it today. Sorry, guys. Uh, but uh, but I'm not that patient either because I'm one of those ones. I need to create, need to create, and then when I'm done with something, I need to move on to the same. You know, onto the next thing. Now, if I have an editor like when I have Steve now, it's, it's going to help me. You know, refocus. That's not going to be an issue. Uh, being able to go back and redo that stuff, but if I leave it to my own actions, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen, and it really doesn't happen enough. But that's what I'm trying to improve my working habits with my Patreon and trying to get it get as clean copies to my patrons as possible. Last month, I sent out. Uh, what was it uh, the many crypts of lady in grade well my working title for it was called the solemn dark or solemn darkness or something along those lines well on the map the old title was still on there and then like one of the numbers was jacked up it wasn't the wasn't the right font or the way I wanted it but I missed it in editing when I went through there because I was so focused on text I didn't check my map. I thought it was done and it wasn't. An extra set of eyes would have easily caught that where I just kinda glazed over it because I thought it was done. And I never catch those freaking mistakes until I print everything out which drives me nuts. So, but that's why I'm saying I think with Steve and everything that'll help out the process and, uh, you know, find those mistakes like that. So we'll see. But yeah, guys, if you're interested in my Patreon, and I don't know the address of it, like, I, all I know is uh, Ivy can rattle at those damn addresses. Like, it's like lightning quick. Um, you, can, you can go in the search engine for micro adventures at Patreon, and it'll be there, or go under Tim Shorts, and you'll be able to find me. Or if you just get on MeWe or Twitter or, um, what's the other one I use, Facebook. I'm Gothridge Manor pretty much everywhere else. And you can look me up and there's links. I'm pretty much all linked up anywhere. But if you're interested in my Patreon, go check it out. Like I said, I I usually do 99% of the stuff that I release. The PDF is free, so you can go there and download it if you want. But if you want some physical copies of it, you know, just uh, look at the pledge levels and see what you do. I have two different pledge levels: a two fifty one and a five dollar one, and then I have a ten dollar one for those who want to, like my actual maps sometimes. Uh, and you can join in and uh, get some fun stuff in the mail. And I send that out every month, and usually I send out about two to three things. Um, on occasion, I there's been I think in the past two, I think about once a year I end up not like I'll have a drought. But everything that I have is based on what I produce. So if I go a month without producing, it's not like you're going to get charged anything. You only get charged if I actually produce something. And then I put freebies on there. Like last month, I uh, added in my one-page dungeon contest entry, which was the Demon Baboon of Porter's Crown. And that was a lot of fun. So I just threw that in there free for my my, my patrons. And uh, if you are interested, and you have any questions, leave me a message, guys. Email me, you know the routine. Or, um, or if you want a sample, let me know. I, I got no problem. I got some back stuff that I'll I'll send you out an NPC card or and or some you know micro adventures so you guys can take a look at it and you know make a better decision on what you want. You know if you want to do that kind of thing, but. All right, guys, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Yeah, so again, check out my Patreon, MicroAdventures. Tim Schertz writes MicroAdventures over there. Uh, it is a lot of fun, and uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, got, I guess I got nothing more to say about that. I just kind of wanted to talk about what was going on with it. And uh, I wanted to thank my new patron, David Aldridge. He is my newest victim. And I wanted to thank him for joining. And uh, I appreciate the support for everyone, even my old crusty patrons. They're all very, very uh, appreciated. So, all right, guys, take care of yourselves, roll better than me, and we'll talk soon.